What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. This is Smoking Jay here with the Bros, Sweetness, Renegade, and Doc PLC. This week, there is no Bears news update, so we're going to go in a different direction. We're going to break down the top 12 fantasy quarterbacks for this upcoming year. We did do a consensus ranking, so the four of us have our own rankings. We ended up combining them and we came up with the top 12. So we will break it down one by one. The big discrepancies, we will get a little one versus one type of thing, or maybe two versus two, or maybe one versus three, depending how far off that one individual is. So let's jump right into it with the number one consensus guy, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, is there is there really much to say here? I mean, uh, let's go with um, sweetness first. Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl MVP, the number one quarterback. Yeah, I don't see much of the of uh, a debate here with Patrick Mahomes. I I have him at one. I've got Lamar Jackson at two. Lamar Jackson has you know every ability to finish at that number one as well, and you know he might my rankings might flip. One and two is really close to me, but Patrick Mahomes is at one for me for now. All right, Doc, you had Mahomes number one as well. Uh, for between him and Lamar, was it like a big difference for you, or was it like close? Or they're close as well in my rankings. I just think that Patrick Mahomes has better weapons as far as uh, Travis Kelsey goes. You got. Tyreek Hill, if he stays healthy all year, he's unstoppable. And, you know, obviously just they're in a passing system. Definitely. Renegade, um, you are the one that had Lamar at number one? Yep. You know, I'll let you go because me, myself, I also had Mahomes, but to me they're interchangeable. But yeah, yeah. Lamar being at number one, what separated him from Mahomes to you to put him at number one? Well, before I sent you my list, I had Mahomes at one as well, but I did a little more research. I seen the schedule, and uh, the schedule was a little more easier for the Ravens. So that's why I put him above him. And uh, the rushing yards, man, 1,200 rushing yards, he's only getting better and better. You know, they got they got uh, the rookie running back coming. He's going to come help him with the blocking. Oh, yeah. Seven rush touchdowns as well. That can only go up in a Josh Allen type, you know, We'll talk about that guy later. But, uh, you know, he threw for 3,100 yards, so you can't be mad at that. Like like all you guys said, they could flip one and two. So I, I love Patrick Mahomes, but I like Lamar Jackson this year to go number one again. Yeah, that's one of those things that will sway me is the strength of schedule Lamar Jackson's. I was looking into that, too. It's one of those one of those like little niches that will make you – sweet Sweetness, they, they were number one with the easiest schedule at, at that. And – the pan, uh, the Chiefs were number fourteen. Yeah, yeah. No, so I'm lo- I'm looking at the at going into 2020. Uh, the Ravens have a little bit of a edge on them as far as uh, strength of schedule. So that would that would be one of the things to make me sway from Patrick Mahomes to Lamar Jackson. But uh, I mean, either one you can't go wrong. <laughs> it's, yep. a, it's a surprise. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's you could you could make arguments. You know, on both sides all day about strength of schedule. You could say, hey, the tougher the schedule, possibly the more points they're going to have to go up, uh, put up, you know, possibly. So there's a lot of different ways you could go at it. But at the end of the day, I think we all agree 
we have no problem with somebody taking Mahomes or Lamar with with their with the first quarterback being taken in the fantasy draft. Like we wouldn't say nothing about it. So, with that being said, Lamar Jackson is the consensus number two. He had one number one vote, which was coming from Renegade and the uh, other three of us. We had him at number two. And again, you know, Lamar Jackson, he's got he's that dual threat capability. You got to love that offense. I do think that the addition of J.K. Dobbins is um, as the running back out of Ohio State is going to lessen the rushing role for Lamar. Although that that threat is there, they did come out and say that they want to limit his rushing because they don't want him to be exposed to injury, which I think is really, really smart for him to do. We do not want another RG3 incident, not with the player of this caliber. So that's why I felt a little bit safer putting Mahomes first. I got Lamar that's two. That's a great that's a great point, but uh, it's hard to tell those guys to stop running. You know how it is. You tell them, hey, stop running, but you got a guy right on your ass, you're going to take off, and you're going to be gone. It's in his nature. No, you're right. It, it's in his nature, but if you when you add another dynamic running back to that backfield, you know, it kind of – it definitely helps him out, you know, uh, to have somebody else to hand that ball off to. Definitely, definitely. Mark Ingram yeah. and J.K. Dobbins in the backfield and run a triple option – you're gonna be you're gonna be fucking up the defense. Yeah, more misdirections. Yeah. Exactly. All right, uh, Lamar Jackson again. Um, any anybody else want to add anything before we go to number three quarterback? I'm all good on Lamar, man. Yep, we're we're all good there. So number three consensus had uh three number three uh, votes and one number seven. So the one number seven will let you lead it off. Uh, Renegade Kyler Murray out of the Arizona Cardinals. <clears throat> Census ranked number three. You have him number seven. Explain. Okay. Um, I just think um, – I mean, he didn't have that great of a year last year. Uh, only 20 touchdowns, 3,700 yards, uh, only four rushing. Everybody says he's a great rushing attack. He don't, he don't really get too many rushing touchdowns over there. Then you got Kenyon Drake. He was a monster over there. But you do add the, the dynamic of Hopkins. So, I mean, I, I, his numbers are going to go up, but I don't – he's still a rookie. He's still going to make those mistakes out there. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to spoiler alert, but I got Dak Prescott at number three, and he got weapons galore over there. All right. Um, so, Sweetness, you, you have a rebuttal for that? I mean, uh, like I said, me, you, and Doc, we have a number three. So, you could kind of, you know, have a little – triple tag team match and gang up on Renegade here if you guys want to. So Hey, they call me the Renegade for a reason. I'm ready. S sweetness. Hit him up first. Yeah, man. I mean, I love Kyler Murray. Um, his ADP is great for me as a, you know, as a going into like mid, mid fifth, early sixth rounds. Obviously the addition of D hop is going to be crucial for the jump that I'm expecting from him and that uh, high flying offense, man. You got Larry Fitz out there. Um, a reignited Kenyan Drake. I just think Kyler Murray's, um, I don't know, maybe a little uh, underrated by Renegade over here. But honestly, man, I think this kid's going to rip it. I think they're going to be in plenty of shootouts with that defense and full rebuild. Um, yeah, man, that's that's where I'm at. Doc, you got some for us on the cards? Kyler Murray? Not much more than you already said. I mean, Kyler Murray, I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a huge help for him. DeAndre Hopkins, obviously an elite wide receiver. Uh, and I don't think that's going to change. I think he can only help grow what Kyler Murray's going to do. 
Yeah, and I feel you guys. I feel you guys on that. But uh, you guys got to remember, Kyler Murray. He's he's young, and he's when you get a, a receiver like Hopkins, you tend to force him the ball a lot. Which last year he had twelve interceptions. Uh, it might go up. It might stay stay the same. So I mean, I can't put him too high in my book. Everybody had him top five last year, and we we know how that turned out. I was gonna say I don't do you know anybody. Was... I don't know anybody that had him top five <laughs> last year. Kyler Murray. Uh, that was yeah before before the season started yeah everybody was hyping him up. Do you know who was young last year? Lamar Jackson. That's true. Uh, do not do not do not say Lamar Jackson uh, and Kyler Murray in the same sentence, my guy. Last year, taking last too many year, prescriptions. <laughs> last year before uh, the season kicked off, people were mentioning him in the same uh, you know sentence, and we saw Lamar take off. He has great yeah. coaching design. He has he had a great great coaching design that catered to his offensive capabilities. And Kyler Murray now in his second year with Cliff Cliff Kingsbury, you know, and and that you know spread offense. They run a lot of ten personnel. Ten personnel is one running back, no tight ends, and they're gonna spread it out with those four wide receivers. And if you tell me you got DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, you got Andy Isabella, you got Kenyon Drake out of the backfield, and I know I'm forgetting your receivers. Can somebody help me out here? Who am I forgetting? Did you say Fitz? And Larry Fitz, thank you. Oh. Sorry about that, Larry Legend. Legend? Oh, Larry God. Legend, a friend of the show. Sorry about that. <laughs> Kyler Murray last year, if you guys think about it, he's a rookie and you're right. You know, um, he, he struggled a bit at first, but he turned it up towards the second half of the year. In uh, 16 games, he threw for five, over 540 passing attempts. And if you think in this air raid offense, he's not going to go over 600, especially with that porous pass defense. To me, it's all about volume. When you talk about somebody that is a dual threat, this is a dual threat. He had almost 100 rushing attempts, 544 rushing yards, and four rushing touchdowns under one of the worst offensive lines in the game. So, again, in a 10 personnel with no tight end there to help with a chip block. So, Kyler Murray is somebody that if they don't put a quarterback spy on him, He's going to fuck up that defense. If not, he's going to hit Larry Legend, D-Hop, Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella. He's going to find them open often because they're going to be playing from behind. That is my case for Kyler Murray. I do understand the being skeptical. You know, it's a second-year player, especially us being Chicago Bears fans. We've seen Mr. Trubisky regress. So I could understand how people could be skeptical about it. But I'm here to calm everybody on the other side of this podcast down. He is a sure- I got a question for you. Very minimum top five quarterback coming into this year. I got a question for you on him. Um, so you said the uh, Lamar Jackson factor with his legs, they're going to try to make him run less. You think they're going to try to do the same thing with Murray? No, they're trying to they're, – yeah, they're trying to rate it out. That's why they traded for DeAndre Hopkins. That's exactly – Okay, yeah. So you don't think that's going to hurt his numbers with Kenyon Drake handing the ball off even more and more? Because everybody knew David Johnson couldn't get going last year. So it, I, I know you personally have Kenyon Drake high in your book. Mm-hmm. So you don't think that's going to hurt him uh, with the 500 – 544 rushing and the four touchdowns because when Kenyon Drake had that rock last year, he was a touchdown machine. And how long did Kenyon Drake play for Arizona last year? Uh, what, four or five games? So in four or five games, he played with Arizona. Kyler Murray still had a decent rushing output. Kyler and Kenyon, but that's my point. You give Kenyon Drake a longer longer time, he's going to take more and more. And they're going to you know, when, when, the, when the team keeps going, they're going to trust that running back to keep going. They're going to run that rock, run that rock. That's going to bring uh, – that's going to make the defense respect the game, bring people in the box and get beat over the top. And Kyler Murray's yeah, going to be able to do that. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think if – Definitely he got like, potential. Definitely. 
like Sweetness just said, I mean, like when you have a back like that, yeah. I mean, if Kyler Murray is rushing less, that means he's getting the ball out of the pocket real quick. So I don't don't get me wrong, guys. I love it, but not number three. Definitely not number three. You guys got are it, got it. too much smoking, Jay. Let's uh, let's keep it going. Kyler Murray, remember, he is off Kyler Murray being a top three potential quarterback. We got in top three. Let's go to the number four, who Renegade did have at number three, which is Dak Prescott. Everybody let's get it. Him, um, within the top six, so it's not a big discrepancy. Three, four, five, and six, the respective rankings collectively between the four of us. So I think we all see the potential here. Uh, Renegade, you had him the highest, so you could go ahead and lead off with Dak. Man, uh, they sliding him right now. So they didn't give him that contract he wanted after that big year he had. Uh, let's see the numbers. I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. He had 4,900 yards, almost 5,000 yards. Still wasn't in the MVP conversation. 30 touchdowns, uh, 277 rush yards, three touchdowns. You know, everybody knows Zeke's going to take those rushing touchdowns. But, man, he got uh, C.D. Lamb. He got uh, Zeke. He got uh, 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 Cooper. He got weapons galore. I mean, this guy, he's, they're going to be throwing, throwing, throwing. Their defense is not that great. So I see him on the field all day. Definitely. I, I agree with you, man. Um, Dak, I had him in my top five quarterbacks since last month. And them adding CeeDee Lamb, that just helps. That just helps him out a lot. We know what Mike McCarthy does with quarterbacks. We don't have to even get into that. And like yep. a great point that you brought up, the defense didn't just take a small step back. They took some big stuff. They, they lost everyone. They lost everybody. They're top cornerbacks. They lo- they're just hurting right now. So Shout out Robert Quinn. Exactly. Hey, exactly. And so Dak, you know, he's another quarterback. I feel very, very comfortable having him in the top five for us. Uh, Sweetness, you got anything to add about Dak? Um, no, not much, man. You guys pretty much hit it on the head. Pay that man. This guy's probably the most hyped up quarterback of 2020. And with good reason. I mean, obviously you guys named him Amari, CD. We can't forget about Zeke. He's always going to eat. That offensive line is top notch. That's uh, that's the reason why I have Dak Prescott at number five overall. All right, Doc. We have him number four. Is there a chance? Is there a world where he could finish number one? I think with the weapons he has and with the crappy defense the Cowboys bring, there's a possibility. I mean, if they're chasing points, Zeke's not going to get the ball as much, and they're going to be passing it, and he has the weapons. Uh, the only issue that's only a slight concern is does he end up holding out this year? Mm. They haven't paid him. Is he going to hold mm. out? I I got you on that one, Doc. Um, I don't think he's going to hold out. Quarterbacks just do not hold out. It's not a good look for them. And if they do hold out, they probably won't get paid. But just to add on uh, Dak Prescott's stock, um, I'm looking at the fantasy points here. He put up 372 fantasy points. The next closest guy was Russell Wilson at 347, and the highest one was Lamar Jackson at 435 fantasy points. Mm. Nice. And yeah, and it's it's good to point out too. The OC stayed there, so he's got yep. some, you know similarity there. And the, the addition of McCarthy is only going to help them out. So speaking of Russ, go Hawks! Number five coming in <laughs> consensus rankings. Danger Russ, Russell Wilson. Uh, respectively, we had him. Two people had him number four. One person number five. Another person number six. So we're all in there together. We see him pretty much being a top five 
type of quarterback. Um, let's go with Doc on this one. You take the lead. Russell Wilson at number five. How do you feel about him? Russell Wilson, he's uh, Mr. Consistent, in my opinion. Ooh. He makes the smart decisions. He tries not to turn the ball over. He, they're going to have a good running game, as always. Um, DK Metcalf is going to only improve off, his, off of his season last year. Uh, so I think he'll just, you know, continue where he left off. I like his sweetness. How you feel? Um, if anything, Russell Wilson is only going to climb on my boards. Doc, you stole my word. Consistency highlighted. Uh, he's a safe pick. One of the safest picks, actually. He's finished top 12 in the last eight seasons and uh, top three in, the, in uh, four of those occasions. So, um, yeah, man, uh, he reportedly asked the Seahawks to unleash the passing attack in 2020. So I'm expecting huge things from Russ. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Um, yeah, man, I'm expecting real big things from Russ. Renegade, what you got? Yeah, I'm with you guys on that one. I love Russ a lot. Um... You guys know I love quarterbacks that can run the ball, and he could take off and run at any point in time. Uh, right now, they don't know what the running back situations are. The, the first and the second stream running back are question marks. So I see him, you know, taking it up a notch, you know, running around like he always does and throw that ball up. He throws that ball up like like nothing. Everybody thinks he's going to get picked. It drops right in the numbers. I mean, the guy is so accurate. He's a beast. I love, I love him. I, I had him last year, and he carried me to the championship game. Oh, yeah, Russell Wilson, you guys know how I feel about him. And a good point that Renegade brought up was the injury concerns with those running backs. And it, there is a world where those running backs are, are not, you know, fully available for probably at least half the year, most of the year even. You see how banged up they get. What if they finally unleash Russ? What if they finally stop rushing the ball as much as they do and they let him sling that ball? 550, 600 times. If that happens, you're looking at a possible number one quarterback. Why? His efficiency rate is off the roof. And Doc, you said it. He protects that ball. So Russell Wilson is a quarterback that we definitely see finishing up there. Top-notch type of guy. Let's go. Okay, Jay. So Yo. He only, just to uh, throw it on top of you and Doc, you guys said no turnover, turnovers, only five. Five interceptions last year. That's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Exactly, man. And that's one of the things in fantasy, unless you have Jameis Winston on your fantasy roster. <laughs> if the quarterback's throwing a pick, you're freaking flipping out. <laughs> or Russ is somebody that's not going to do that to you as much. So let's get into the next guy. Number six, we got Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, respectively, number four, number six, and number seven ranking. And then we have one person on here that had him with the number 10 ranking. <laughs> Deshaun well, Watson again, with your number 10 consensus number six go ahead you know you know what um I love Deshaun Watson you guys know this uh I wanted him to be on the Bears I actually had him six and then I kept doing my lesson he kept dropping and dropping and dropping and for the reason you guys said about Kyler Murray you guys cannot have Deshaun Watson so high up on his list and then say Murray it got a big prize in Hopkins and you know, still keep him so high. I think he's going to suffer from losing uh, Hopkins. You know, he, he's a big receiver. Who, who, who are they going to go to? Uh, uh, Fuller now? Fuller's ha hurt half of the time. Kiki Cutie, who, he's a bum. Uh, David Johnson, another bum. 
The only thing that's going to keep him, Deshaun Watson, he's going to be sort of like the man we just talked about, Russell Wilson. They're going to have the ball in his hands. He's going to be running around trying to make magic happen all the time. But, man, it's, it's, it's bogus over there in Texas. In Texas uh, I, I don't know. I just – I hate what they did to the man. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks. I just don't see him having a, a year like he had last year. He had 12 interceptions last year with Nuke on his team. I mean, he's going to be forcing the ball even more down the field. The only thing good, he had seven rushing attacks, uh, touchdowns last year. I could see that going up a, a little bit as well. I don't know what David Johnson is going to do. He's a big question mark. So I'll let you guys go on from that, unless you guys want to get on my ass a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I've got him at four. I think this guy's just going to play that Superman role again, with or without Nuke. I mean, I think that David Johnson is going to bring a different element. for. Who is he throwing the ball to? Who's catching that ball? No, he's got his Will Fuller, injured Brandon Cooks, fucking Kiki. Yes, all the, all three of those guys. But listen, I think that are David not going to be on the field. <laughs> I think that David Johnson is going to give him some type of spark, and I think that he's going to. And that's another David guy Johnson. that's hurt too. You just I think four I guys think that were hurt. Crazy numbers though. That's one of my comeback players of the year candidate right there, David Johnson. But we'll leave that for another conversation. I think uh, I think Deshaun Watson is going to come hard like he always does. He's one of the toughest quarterbacks in the whole league. Uh, I don't think he's going to let you down. I mean, I definitely wouldn't drop him all the way to 10. I think he's still going to produce at a high level. He's still going to finish somewhere in the top six or seven. I got him at four. But, I mean, consensus has him way higher than 10. That's a fact. You can look anywhere. Um, but, like I said, Deshaun Watson at four for me, that's where we're at. Those are great points. Great points. All right, Doc, you had him. You had him number seven. I had him number six. So we're kind of in range. So go ahead with your with your case with Deshaun. Uh, I mean, I I think uh, sweetness summed it up pretty well. I don't need to add to it. I think Deshaun Watson's gonna be able to put up numbers despite the challenges that uh, Renegade brings. You can't promise injury i understand will fuller's injury prone but when he's on the field he's a beast i mean he just named the whole team you could promise some injuries <laughs> he just he just named the whole offensive offensive fucking the whole offense <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be some hurt the yeah. offensive line sucks the defense sucks the only person good on that team is deshaun watson what do you think they're gonna key on deshaun watson come on now there's only yeah. one man to shut down that's it I love Deshaun Watson. I so hope just, I'm wrong. Just to, just to finish up with Deshaun, you know, I, I, when I did my rankings just over a month ago, I had him about number 11 because I was just saying, like, man, you know, that the impact of D-Hop leaving that team is going to be too much for him. But the more and more I dug in and the more I thought about it and the defense being such a crap defense, and I understand that these weapons are not the caliber of D-Hop, but collectively – they're not that bad if they could stay relatively healthy. If you, if healthy, you, yep. If you go with Kenny Stills, Kenny Stills has always been a, a decent option at, as a wideout. Kiki Cutie, he has something to prove. He's on a rookie deal. Um, Will Fuller, when he's on the field, he's a dog. He's a beast. And Renegade, you've been fucking with him for a long time. Yes, thank you, thank you. Everybody. And let's not forget about somebody else. I know he's been switching a lot of teams because he keeps getting hurt concussion cooks but if he could get <laughs> freaking game come on don't don't call him concussion cooks and try hey. to vouch for him <laughs> hey but we my bad you know another friend of the show my bad but <laughs> you know, be great. I, mean in, I mean it in a great. good way 
But, like, you know, if he can keep his head in the game, you know, pun intended, you know, he'll be fine. You know, Deshaun Watson will find him a lot because the dude is talented. He runs good routes. Can I ask you guys a question? I'm going to ask – this this question goes for all of you guys. Um, One at a time, I guess. uh, Renegade, you can kick it off. Do you guys see a world where David Johnson can crack top 10, top 12 running backs? Yes. Uh, I love David Johnson. Uh, I mean, he fell off because a broken arm and then the office coordinator they didn't know how to use him at all. So, um, and nothing was wrong with the man's legs. I mean, I, I got him in a bounce back year. Like somebody, I think it was sweetness who said earlier, uh, I'm with you on that one, but I, I, I just see, uh, for Deshaun Watson wise, I just, it's too much for him. Uh, hopefully, uh, David Johnson does take some of that. No, I see your point. It's a lot to overcome, but if somebody can overcome yeah. it, it's Superman, Deshaun Watson. Doc, you got yeah, something yeah. on that? No, I mean I agree. David Johnson, if he has, if he can stay healthy, he has potential. I mean, we saw him in Arizona when he was healthy, put up good numbers. Yes, sir. So Deshaun Watson, he's going to be the number six quarterback that we have. We're going to the number seven, which the number seven is Drew Brees consensus. Two of us had him with the number five overall quarterback. The other two had him at number ten. So let's go with Renegade. You had him at number five as well as Sweetness. So I'll let both of you go first, and then me and Doc will clean it up. Go ahead, Sweetness. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Drew Brees, I got him at number 10. I mean, the guy's got weapons like crazy. But, I mean, we saw it last season uh, somewhere from the latter half. He was just declining. I don't know if it was Camaro that got injured, but – that offense just wasn't the same. I could see that same type of thing happening where they're just doing really good, not having to put up all these points all the time. And, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that, that I think will regress for them okay. as an offense as a whole, actually. I think the most relevant person on that team is who everybody knows it's going to be, and it's Michael Thomas. So that's where I got him. I'll just uh, jump on top of there with Michael Thomas. I think they got Manuel Sanders who's going to ho- open a whole lot more for Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders and Drew Brees. Um, wasn't Drew Brees hurt last year? Didn't he have like a thumb or something issue? The man still put up 27 touchdowns, four interceptions, two, 2,900 yards, 238 fantasy points. That's, that's almost in range or higher than some – quarterbacks played all year so I believe in him with a full year uh, I think he's going to do some damage and that offense is man ridiculous everybody knows they can get on your ass and keep going uh what was it the Tampa Bay and the Saints game was what 40 to uh, I don't know something ridiculous but those guys score a lot and I like Drew Brees all right doc you got him my bad I made a mistake at first you got him number five so make your case for him at number five I mean, they, they just did. Um, I think Drew Brees is a consistently great quarterback. And with Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders on there, and then uh, throwing the tight end, Jared Cook, Alvin Kamara, if he's healthy all year, there's just weapons all day. Yep. Al- Alvin Kamara was kind of hurt last year, too. That's his reception weapon right there. Exactly. Definitely. So, like, to finish it up, you know, with Drew Brees, I like him. I like him a lot. I, I know he's going to have that Super Bowl run. I have him number 10 simply because I look at the quarterbacks on my list ahead of him, and I just feel more comfortable taking them because in goal line red zone situations, 
I like my quarterback to be in the game. I don't like seeing him getting pulled out for a Taysom Hill. I had him before, and I great point, great point. It was just very frustrating, frustrating to see that as a owner of Drew Brees on a fantasy roster. So that's really my only knock on him. You guys got everything else. You hit it right on the head. I just had to drop him a little bit lower because any quarterback that I have on my starting lineup, I don't want him being taken out in the red zone opportunities. So that's my whole spiel on Drew Brees. We got to keep it moving. Let's go to number eight with the GOAT, Tom Brady, over in Tampa Bay with Bruce Arians and Gronk. So for Tom Brady, we, have, we had him respectively number six, number eight, and two of us at number nine. So I'm going to go ahead and let Sweetness hit it off first because this is his guy. You have him at number nine, Tom Brady. Yeah, he's only going to climb the ladder. Um, again, we're going to talk about father time, which he keeps beating up like it ain't shit. Um, he's, bec- he's become a great game manager when he's needed to because of lack of weapons or whatever you want to say in um, previous, you know, in previous situations with previous teams. So I have him at nine because of, you know, I'm saying those factors. He'll do what he has to do to win, not necessarily uh, pretty or, you know what I'm saying, good for your fantasy team. But you can't take away the fact that he has all these weapons in Godwin, Evans, um, you know, guys like that. So, like I said, he's only going to be climbing my board. He's at nine for now. I don't think he's going to be there for too much longer, but – um. Like I said, these are the early, or at least my early rankings. I do see him climbing up this ladder of my rankings. But, uh, yeah, anything you want to follow up with, uh, Doc? You got some? I think having him at eight, I think, is uh, a little hard on uh, the greatest of all time. And that's his boy. I think Tom Brady's only going to move up. I think he has the potential to – replicate that year they went 18 and 0 and then lost in the Super Bowl. They got weapons for days and it, I think fantasy wise he's going to be a really good quarterback which we haven't had out of Tom Brady in a few years due to lack of weapons. Yeah, I want to yeah. throw a shout out there real quick. So I just read this up a little while ago of the last top 100 fantasy games by quarterbacks. The last top 100 fantasy games by quarterbacks. The last two years, Tom Brady has zero of those games. So, you know, you can say lack of weapons, this, lack of weapons, that. But he's still the GOAT, and you still expect him to be somewhere in there. But like I said, he hasn't been in this situation in a while with all these weapons. So, like, I, 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 he's my guy. He's, he's going to do nothing but climb this board. Um, not sure how far, but, yeah. Yeah, I got him – at my number six spot, um, like you guys were saying earlier, he really didn't have too many weapons last year. He still threw for 24 touchdowns, 4,000 yards. Um, surprisingly, this guy had three rushing touchdowns. That's in the likes of Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, uh, Mahomes. He had more than Mahomes as well, uh, more than Wentz, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan. So that's kind of shocking. He had three rushing touchdowns. I don't see him doing that again. But uh, I see, I see, I see at least five thousand yards with those receivers over there, uh, with Gronk and with OJ Howard. I have OJ Howard going up this year. But uh, go ahead, Smoking Jay. That's a little sprinkle I had. 
No, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everybody. We're all pretty much in range, you know, again, you know, six to nine, you know, um, not too bad. Tom Brady hasn't had weapons. And if Jameis Winston could finish, I believe he was like the number three quarterback in fantasy with these same weapons, why cannot, why can't Tom Brady do it? He's the GOAT. He, you know, in New England, he's proven that. He's a proven winner. And I think with this style of offense with Bruce Arians, I think we're going to see that. And remember, Tampa Bay's defense, they're nowhere near the caliber of New England. So he's going to have to air it out a lot more, especially with those running backs that are not proven as of yet. It did add, you know, uh, rookie Keyshawn, Keyshawn Vaughn, who is more of that James White type of running back that Tom Brady likes. So, you know, I, I see nice passing value going through there, and I see his passing numbers being up there, just like Renegade says. So yeah, I think got, we're on. Uh, hey, Smoking Jay, Smoking Jay, um, the only thing I got to say about that was um, you said uh, – Something about Jameis Winston, if he could do it with that. Uh, I don't think it's going to be nothing like that because Jameis Winston was on the field a long time because he threw 30 interceptions. So I don't think Tom Brady's going to see that much time on the field because I uh, that defense is a little bit better when people think it is. So, no, I yeah, I mean, um, in the last episode, I did mention, you know, the Bucks defense, the second half of the year, they stepped it up. What I'm saying, if people are having Chris Godwin projected in within the top 10, top 12 receivers, if Mike Evans are, is projected within the top 10, top 12 wide receivers, if Gronk is projected as a top 10 tight end, who's throwing him the ball? But a lot of He's those... A lot of those games last year was misleading because they played from behind because they had to catch up because they had nothing else to do. So they had to throw the ball a lot. So I, end of the, end you got to watch out. You got to watch out there with comparing last year to this year coming up because I think Tom Brady would tear that ball. <laughs> He'll cut them numbers in half. Definitely. End of, end of the day, you still have to play against New Orleans and against Atlanta. You're going to have to throw the ball against those teams every time you play against them. So, it, it's going to take a lot. I just don't see as much interceptions as I've seen with Jameis Winston. I mean, Tom Brady oh, only a, had eight a, last year. That's an easy call. I don't think anybody's yeah, yeah, I mean, that, nobody's, nobody's arguing that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just saying like, if Jameis Winston could make all those offensive weapons, forces in fantasy football, why can't Tom Brady? That's pretty much my whole point. So I think we, we all – I mean, which is weird because you're the, you're the one that has him highest out of all of us. Yeah, I understand. I was just like, – it was just like garbage points with I don't think it's gonna I don't think those it's gonna be the same as last year. I think he's gonna be high up there just touchdown wise, not as yards wise. Because a lot of Winston's numbers were yards. He you know, his touchdowns. Did you just say he was gonna throw for more than five thousand yards though? Yes, yes. That's pretty high, bro. That's that's yeah. a lot of yards. If you think about it, Tom Brady threw for four thousand last year and he got uh Mike Evans and uh uh, uh, Godwin. I mean, come on now. You got OJ Howard and Gronk. Uh, it's exactly. only a thousand. It's only a thousand more yards, and you got everybody I just named was better than whoever was on uh, New England, except for uh, Julian Edelman over there. Yeah, so I think it's pretty fair to say, you know, having him inside our top ten, inside our top eight. I don't think that's far fetched. So, Tom Brady, number eight. Uh, you guys want to add anything to that, Doc or uh, Sweetness? Nope, I'm good. Good. All right, so we're coming in with Matt Ryan at number nine. Respectively, we had him at seven, eight, 11, and 12. Ended up being nine in our consensus big board. So with number seven, I had him the highest, Matty Ice. Um, I like Matty Ice this year. The Falcons defense took some steps back, um, losing their top cornerback, losing Vic Beasley. Um, so I think they're going to have no choice but to be in those high shootouts with the likes of you know, New Orleans Saints, 
the Tampa Bay Bucks, and even the Carolina Panthers in that division whose defense sucks too. So you, we should see the ball being scored a lot. So I like Matty Ice with Julio Jones, not to mention Calvin Ridley, and a nice little sleeper tight end, Hayden Hurst, who I believe is going to have a very, very nice year as well. With Todd Gurley being added to this team as well, that adds a different type of element. Yeah, I know he is banged up. He is not the same Todd Gurley of years past, but he still adds a dimension to this team that they didn't have last year. So Matty Ice, that's only going to help him. Their team's defense is only going to force him to throw the ball more, and he's more than capable of doing that. So I do like Matt Ryan. One thing that did concern me about the team, as far as Dirk Cutter goes, their OC, did mention a couple of days ago, a few days ago in a, in an interview, they were asking him about Todd Gurley, and he said, "Is how healthy is he?" Now, for the OC of the own team of their own team to say that, that did kind of concern me. But in Matt Ryan's case, I kind of liked it because if Todd Gurley goes down, I don't even know their backup right now. You know what I mean? So that means he's gonna have to air it out even more. So Matt Ryan, I had him the highest, but not by much. Next up after me, who had him the highest was Doc PLC. You had him in number eight. Go ahead, Doc. Um, the reason I'm as highly ranked as he is because he does still have Julio Jones. He, Matt Ryan's always throwing the ball. Uh, they're going to be going against uh, teams in the division where they're going to have to throw it. So it's just by volume, I think he's going to put up numbers. and He's consistently putting up decent numbers. That's all I got. You want to go sweetness? You want me to? Yeah, I got. I mean, I don't got too much on them, but I mean, like like Doc said, volume is gonna be the name of the game for Matt Ryan. Julio Jones really are are nasty weapons on the outside. Todd Gurley to me is not gonna have a great year, but the touchdowns that he does have this year are gonna be you know cause of catching him in a PPR. You know what I mean? So and their defense completely sucks who we fool, then they're going to be in shootouts all day, every day. Matt Ryan's going to get the best of that numbers-wise. So, yeah, like I said, garbage defense, uh, quarterback with a good offensive line and some weapons on the outside. Matty Ice, uh, yeah, that's that's the reason why. Volume for him. Okay. Um, I'm sort of with you guys on that, but I got him a little lower on my list. Um, you guys know I love Todd Gurley, so I got – I honestly got Ty Gurley going in there and um, having a resurgence year. Uh, I think they're going to give him the ball. I think they paid him for a reason. I think they went and got him for a reason. I think they're just talking shit, blowing smoke up everybody's ass so he could come out and have a huge year. Um, they're going to they're gonna give that man the rock. And um, everybody knows Matt Ryan has problems scoring in the red zone, and Ty Gurley doesn't. So that's exactly what he's going to come and do. Let's let hey man, let's stay on Matt Ryan because if you want to get into Todd Gurley, you're gonna get a lot of smoke for that injured ass knee. So I mean, go. hey, this man, this man is healthy and he's still throwing 14 interceptions and losing to 28 to what? Uh, calling, three in the Mr. Arthritis, man. Uh, all right, I, I, and you're you're defending a guy who let's lost go, a 28 man. to three lead in the Super Bowl. Okay, shut your mouth, sir. Well, your, go, your name man. is Sweetness for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> your name is Sweetness for hey, a reason. You hey, who, you, hell, who are you rooting for? Who are you rooting for that day? Take hey, a hell over there, kid. Let's talk about David Carr. If you want to turn on the heat, let's talk about David Carr. What you, where, where you got him and why? We'll get, let's go, we'll let's go, there, sweetness. No, no, we'll no. There, I'm putting you. I'm putting the fire in your ass. Let's go. We'll get there, kid. Hold on. Let, let's let's finish we'll the list. Let's, there, finish the list. let's finish the list first. We'll get there. And I'm pretty sure Todd Gurley 
This from, man what, from what it sounds like, and the running back <laughs> list, I'm pretty sure we'll get into Todd Gurley a lot, especially coming from Renegade's side. So, yes, sir. Next up, number 10, consensus, Josh Allen. Three of us had him inside our top 12. One of us did not. The three that had him was number seven, number eight, and number ninth ranked, respectively, between myself, Renegade, and Sweetness. But, yeah, Doc, let, let, why don't you go ahead and lead this one off? Why did he not make your cut? Why did he not make your top 12? I hate Josh Allen. <laughs> I had him on my fantasy team due to an emergency and he never did anything good for me. He, I would put him on the bench. He'd have a good game. I'd bring him back as a starter. He sucks. He's too inconsistent. And who's he going to throw the ball to? Stefan Diggs. Oh, okay. And after that? Smoking John Who? Smoking John Brown. There you oh, go. John Brown. Okay. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I, don't think they, I don't think he has enough weapons. And uh, I know he's always a threat to run the ball. It just, you know, he doesn't look like a running quarterback, but he does run it. I just don't like him. And that's a, probably personal hatred is the reason he's not on my list. Always accept, acceptable. Renegade. Um, I got him on my list at number eight. I mean, for the reasons everybody knows, nine touchdowns, 510 rushing yards. Um, he still threw 20 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. So I got him going up and up. Uh, he, uh, he got digs over there. So it's going to take some heat off of him as well. I like, I like Josh Allen. Sweetness. I got, his, uh, I got his passing touchdowns going up. I have him somewhere around 24 to 28 touchdowns, somewhere around there. And that's taken away uh, a lot of his rushing touchdowns. I think he'll regress in that aspect. But he's got Stephon Diggs out there. A lot of Michael Beasley underrated slot killer. Um, John Brown speedster over the top. And uh, just, you know what I'm saying, he's a, he's a good leader over there, dual threat. He mean, just because he's not going to score as many touchdowns doesn't mean he's not going to rush for that many yards or more. So. You know, I could, that's why I have Josh Allen where I have him at seven. Josh Allen, I think he's kind of like a, like a safe pick, uh, believe it or not, Doc, simply because he does have, add that rushing element to the game. He's not and, uh, and he's got Stephon Diggs, you know, when you add somebody that runs routes the way he does and gets that wide open, one of the knocks on Allen is that he's inaccurate. And Stephon Diggs, he's been dealing with inaccuracy with Kirk Cousins for a while. <laughs> he could definitely more than make up for it. So I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad. You know, I'm a little mad that you don't have him in your top 12. I get it. You know, I know when a fantasy player burns you, it's hard for you to get back on that wagon. I get it. We all know how that goes. But I, I think, you know, it's fair to say us having him as a consensus in number 10. I think that's not bad. I, I was looking at our overall list, and I was pretty proud of it. And Josh Allen, a number 10, that did stand out to me. But, you know, I'm not mad at it either. So let's go with Aaron Rodgers at the number 11 consensus ranked. Three of us had him inside our top 12. One of us did not, respectively, number nine ranked 11th and 12th. So he was kind of towards the back end of uh, everybody's list, except for myself. I did not have him in my top 12. Uh, I'm not going to reveal who that guy made it over him just yet. I'll say it after the after we get through the, the next guy. Aaron Rodgers, I just see a lot of dysfunction going on in Green Bay. Um, the other day, he came out in a press uh, conference or media thing, and he said that he really doesn't see himself having a future with Green Bay. 
So I think we see some writings on the wall with uh, the Green Bay Packers. They're saying that Aaron Rodgers was in this certain situation not, you know, not so long ago when he started his career. To me, it's kind of different. When you have an Aaron Rodgers fall to you in the draft, it's a lot different than when you trade up and get a Jordan Love in a draft. And you traded away assets where you could have drafted players, offensive weapons to help Aaron Rodgers this year. Remember, they won the division last year. They had that bye week, and they totally flopped in the playoffs. He needed more help. Devontae Adams, he's a dog. He's a beast. But he needs more offensive weapons. MVS was not it. The, the Lazard King was not it. Can they step it up this year? I don't know, but just it's got to be frustrating to not get more help, especially in a rookie class with wide receivers that were you were finding them in the second, third round easily. I just felt like that, that was disrespectful, a lot of dysfunction. I kind of want to stay away from that and fuck the Packers too, by the way. So that's why. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Who, whoever wants to go next, go ahead. Uh, I'll take it. I had him at number nine. Um, I just think um, he's going to do the same thing around what Deshaun Watson is. They don't have too many weapons. Uh, you got Adams over there. That's, that's, that's the only guy I see, Aaron Jones. I think they give Aaron Jones the ball way too much. I know what they're trying to do to uh, for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. They're trying to take it out of his hands so they could let him go more. But I, I think that, that's going to burn him this year. I think um, Rodgers is going to take it upon himself to uh, check out of those run plays and just start doing his own thing, to be honest. Um, Everybody knew him and uh, uh, LaFleur. They were they were saying they didn't get along at first, and it's starting to come out. It's starting to show a little bit. So I think he's going to start doing it, doing his own thing this year. But Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. You can't count the man out. Yeah, that's exactly why I don't count him out. Aaron Rodgers is way too talented. Um, he'll make things work and he'll put up numbers. But uh, you know he's got you know they got a lot of problems out there. The good thing about him right now, fantasy wise, is that as opposed to other years, you don't have to go out and really waste a uh, big draft capital on him this year. He'll more than likely fall to you. If you, you know, if you're looking for a quarterback at, in those rounds, but um, it's not going to be like the other years where you were hoping that you got an Aaron Rodgers type quarterback. So, but uh, again, he's too talented. So he's going to crack my top 12 every rip for now. Doc, what you got? Uh, I, I got on number 11. Yeah, I think that's uh that's where he was in my rankings. I think that's fair rankings. Uh, it's yeah, who's he get? Who's he gonna throw the ball to? You can. He's got Devontae Adams, who's fantastic. But after that, you know, can Aaron Rodgers make Lazard and Scantling look great? I I don't know if you can make mediocre look great. We'll see what happens. I suppose. All right, so round out our list at number 12. Maddie, Matt, Matt Stafford, I almost said Matty Ice. Matt Stafford is going to finish it up. Two of us had him ranked inside our top 12. Two of us did not have him ranked at all. Um, he was ranked number 10 by Doc PLC and ranked 12 by me. So go ahead. Uh, you know what? Sweetness, you go first. Make your case why he didn't make it in your top 12. And then uh, we start, with, we start with Patricia. Um, his plan is to run the ball, play defense, win close, tight, ugly games. Uh, Matt Stafford, he's a tough kid out of Georgia. I love fucking Georgia Bulldogs. But, you know, they just – I don't know. Kenny Galladay is intriguing. He's, he's going to have an all right year. If Matthew Stafford can stay on the field, is a big question mark. 
I'm not for them. Their game plan doesn't – they don't seem – they don't pop out as a high-flying offense to me. Their defense is probably the only reason why I can see them cracking the top 12 because they suck and they'll be playing from behind for the most part. But uh, not a fan, not drafting them. I got a lot of other quarterbacks that I'd take before Matt Stafford. Renegade? Um, I don't have Stafford on my list at all. I'm with you on this. Um, I just I, they run the ball a lot. I'm I, I'd rather put Carson Wentz in my in my top twelve, which I do, and I'm gonna give you reasons why. He threw 27 touchdowns. He didn't play the full year out uh, last year. Still put up 290 fantasy points, which is more than a lot of these quarterbacks on here. Um, only threw seven interceptions. Um. Their def- the Philadelphia defense sucks, so they, they're going to be throwing the ball all day, every day. They as well shoot out. So Matthew Stafford, uh, I have him taking a step down. He's always hurt, always throwing interceptions. I just feel safer going in a different direction. I mean, I understand why you guys put him in the top 12, but he could land outside of it as well. But let me get this straight. You're arguing that you're taking Matt Stafford out of the top 12 to put in Carson Wentz because Matt Stafford's always injured. Isn't Carson Wentz always injured? Yes, Carson Wentz is always injured, and he still threw for a 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 4,000 yards, and 290, 290 fantasy points. That was last year. He was healthy, right? And he, was, he, and he was not so healthy last year. He only played, what, 11 games last year? So I don't call that healthy. That's healthy for him. Yeah, for him. <laughs> that's why. That's my point with Stafford. But it's like, which quarterback, which injured quarterback, do you trust the most? You understand what I'm? That's what I'm trying to say. I I suppose you're right on that. I think it's. I think Matthew Stafford and Carson Wentz. I got him about fifty fifty. Yeah, you could yeah. pick one. You know, twelve A and twelve B. I suppose it depends who they play. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think at that range, when you're looking at the number 12 spot, you know, you can make arguments for all, you know, all types of quarterbacks. For me, Matthew Stafford, the reason why I ended up putting him number 12 was because last year he was on pace for a career year. He was on pace for over 5,000 passing yards before his injury and on pace to throw 38 passing touchdowns. So although we do think about the Detroit Lions and Matt Patricia, and the former Seattle Seahawks offensive coordinator, Daryl Bevel, you think about those rushing attacks. When you have a running back like Kerryon Johnson, who, you know, can't, he was, you talk about somebody that can't stay healthy, that's him. That's why they made that move with DeAndre Swift, who was a very shifty runner who could catch out of the backfield too, who's going to compliment Kerryon. And don't forget, Matthew Stafford is a talented passer. And don't forget, they lost their top-notch cornerback in Darius Slay. They're going to be playing from behind. And that's a theme that I like with my quarterbacks, crappy defense. Give me all those quarterbacks that have those. So to finish up our top 12, let's go through it one more time. Patrick Mahomes, number one. Lamar Jackson, number two. Kyler Murray, number three. Dak Prescott, number four. Russell Wilson, number five. Deshaun Watson, number six. Drew Brees, number seven. Tom Brady, number eight. Matt Ryan, number nine. Josh Allen, number 10. Aaron Rodgers, number 11, Matthew Stafford, number 12. I want to go with Doc first here because you had one guy that did not make the list that was on your own personal list, which is Danny Dimes 
Daniel Jones. So make your case for him right now. You had him number 12. Daniel Jones was a rookie last year. He put up pretty decent numbers, especially late in the season. Uh, granted, he did go against some pretty crappy defenses. Um, he throws he throws the ball a lot. I think uh, if you get Saquon Barkley healthy all year, that's only going to help him. Um, I think Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate, good wide receivers. I think Slayton is going to step up because I know he did some decent things last year. And so I think he's just going to be – I think he'll play well, and I think he has, can be a fringe number one quarterback. I'm not mad at that at all. I like that. I mean, uh, when he first came out, I was like – I saw the player profile on him before I saw his uh, highlights, and I was like, this guy looks goofy. Who the hell is this guy? But really quickly in preseason, we all saw it. We're like, damn. And he got that nickname real quick, Danny Dimes, because he Danny was Danny Dimes, yep. Hell uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm not mad at it. Again, we're talking about what the number 12 spot in the top 12 ranking. You can make a case for a lot of quarterbacks. So, you know, Renegade, let, let's go with your guy. I know you made a little bit. You started to make your case for Carson Wentz. I don't know if you hit everything that you want to with Carson Wentz. But, you know, if you if you want anything, if you want anything to add on, go ahead with Carson. Man, um, I don't have too much to say because I really don't like Carson Wentz personally. But um. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I will take a risk on him because he is always one of the top dogs. He is top seven, top eight, win healthy, uh, MVP candidate as well. Before he went down, he uh, took the he carried Philly almost to the Super Bowl, and Nick Foles did the rest. So he does have potential. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got to say about it. they throw a lot, a lot, a lot over there, and uh, their defense sucks. Their their games are always forty to thirty five, forty four to thirty two, some some crazy like that. And like you said, smoking Jay, give me those quarterbacks all day. If if one of my quarterbacks are on a bye or one of my quarterbacks gets hurt, I would look to a Carson Wentz. All right, not mad at that. And then uh, let's go. You know what? Let me let me go next because I I really need sweetness. You got to finish this one. Up. Yeah, yeah. We need to hear all that bullshit. You got to say you got, you you got some explaining to do. But let me go with my guy. I had him number 11, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals rookie. And the reason why I really like this guy, we got to look at the weapons. You got A.J. Green, who has something to prove. I know he's very inconsistent when it comes to him being healthy. But when he is healthy, he's always in the top 10 wide receiver rankings. So I like, it. I like that weapon. I love the rookie that they've drafted, T. Higgins. I love Tyler Boyd, who plays out of the slot. And you got to remember last year in LSU, uh, Burrow, he hit Justin Jefferson for 100 receptions just in that slot um, position, you know, alone. So Tyler Boyd, he's somebody that's on my radar big time. Joe Burrow will find him a lot. I don't think they're going to be running any tight ends. They're going to be running, I believe, something similar to the Arizona Cardinals in that 10 personnel. So you're going to look at A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, Higgins and also possibly Auden Tate or John Ross. That that's dangerous. Let's not even we haven't even talked about Joe Mixon out of the backfield, who the, the first half of the year he played like crap behind one of the worst offensive lines. I, I was gonna I was gonna ask you that. Did the offensive line get better or yes, okay. it got way better. Their yeah. first round selection from last year who got injured before uh preseason, he's back. So that's like a bonus right there. When you, you know, they're pretty much adding, you know, another, they had a pretty much an extra first round pick. That's huge for them. 
And Joe Mixon learning to play behind a horrible offensive line. And then you add that and you add a quarterback like Burrow. And then you have all these weapons. And again, the defense sucks. So this is why some, this is somebody that you could get double-digit rounds. I don't mind pairing up a Matthew Stafford and a Joe Burrow and going from there with my fantasy team. So that, that's my thing with Joe Burrow. Sweetness. Finally, the time has come. <laughs> Carr at number eight in your original quarterback rankings. And we all know quarterback rankings can change, and they probably change all the time. But the rankings you submitted, you had a number eight. Take the floor. I got him at number eight. I don't see him moving too far from there. It could fluctuate, but he's going to crack the top 12 no matter what. I mean, the guy had no weapons last year. He's uh, 21 touchdowns, eight interceptions with a mediocre team at best. Uh, we could talk about the draft, how many guys they added to this team with uh, emerging stars already like Darren Waller and Josh Jacobson. Not to mention one of the best, if not the best, Ooh. offensive lines. Another year with Derek Carr under John Gruden. Uh, it's just going to get better. They drafted Brian Edwards out of South Carolina, huge red zone threat. The fastest guy in the draft, and Henry Ruggs III from Alabama. Um, yeah, I, I don't see me missing on this one. I know, I don't know, maybe all three of you guys see me missing on this one. And that's <laughs> I love I want all the smoke, honestly. Um, like I said, 21 well, touchdowns, eight interceptions on a very mediocre team with not many weapons. Knows how to take care of the ball no matter what. The offensive line is like glue. They all play together. It's going to be a good time in Oakland or Las Vegas now. Let me rephrase. A new environment It's going to play a fact that these guys are going to go get that money, Las Vegas money. They're going to be big. Derek Carr's going to be huge. John Gruden, all of that offense is going to be flying high. Shootouts left and right because of that lackluster defense. Uh, that's every single reason why Derek Carr's in my top 12. All right. I mean, I, I understand the case. I, I personally, I feel like it's tight. I like the boldness. That I always like it when somebody is very, very strong about a player and he goes against the grain. But if you're wrong, that's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> because when you suggest a Derek Carr, and let me just make sure I got this right here before I, before I say anything else. You had Derek Carr in front of the likes of Tom Brady. You have him in front of Drew Brees. You have him in front of Matt oh Ryan. Oh, my God. Just can't do that. Now, if you're telling me this is uh, – obviously, you're not saying draft Carr ahead of them. You're saying you'd rather fade all these quarterbacks and let Carr fall to you or maybe pick him up after the draft because you're going to fade the quarterbacks. The draft capital will be available. Yeah, I think you should have let him say that. I don't think you should vouch for him because I don't think that's what he was thinking at all. Um, uh, the Las Vegas or, or Oakland, I mean, that's not going to happen. Um, Josh Jacobs, uh, they carried the ball 242 times last year for 1,150 yards, seven touchdowns. John Gruden is trying to get that ball out that man's hands. I, I, I'm surprised he's still the quarterback because it was reports all over that uh, John Gruden was going to take a quarterback, trade for a quarterback. He actually picked up a backup one, but he's questionable as well. I don't, I don't see Mariota coming in and taking that job, but I – I don't Anyone's see – the only person Carr looked amazing with last year was with uh, the tight end, and he threw them the ball a lot, a lot, a lot. And, I mean, if you're going to throw the tight end – The walrus. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't see it. 
I just don't. Doc, anything? Uh, no, I just have no confidence in Derek Carr, so I couldn't rank him as high as Sweetness has him. Sweetness brings up some good points, but you're talking about banking on some rookie wide receivers to be great with Derek Carr, who a lot of I don't think is great. A lot of them come in and do that nowadays, Doc. A lot of rookies come, come in and they play ball. And if you're right, I'll give you the credit. He doesn't have to land exactly at eight, though, right? He can land at 12. No. If he's, if he's inside the top 12, if he's inside the top 12, man, I'll, I'll give you props, bro, because that's, that's pretty bold, man. I haven't heard anybody, anybody say that at all. But, you know, again, but when we do something like this, it's good to be bold. It's good to be against the grain. So I don't have a problem with Josh that at all. Jacobs has to be respected to the fullest. He is an emerging star. He is a beast. They got to put at least six, seven, eight in the box. That leaves one-on-ones out there like crazy. A lot of people are going to get burned by the Raiders. Yeah, a lot of one-on-ones that they're not going to win. I mean, uh, you ain't got nobody. You got a double team over there. <laughs> Whoever they play, I mean. Aaron Waller, one-on-one, <laughs> beating anyone. That one-on-one with a tight end. I could, I could deal with a tight end all day, one-on-one. It's, it's going to be all right. It's not going to be a long day. <laughs> Come on now. Henry Ruggs has cheetah-type speed. He will break out. I like Henry Ruggs, and I get it, but oh, you're, you're, they haven't proven anything just yet. I mean, I want to see it first. I'm, I get the potential, and, and, you know, I went with Joe Burrow with that potential as well. But, you know, to me, it's different in a sense, like, there's more weapons on that team, in my opinion, than the Patriots. It was so much what? criticism coming from John Gruden on Derek Carr last year. I don't like how that sounds, what a head coach is talking about a quarterback. That's Usually he's for the quarterback, not against. I just love the fact that they brought Mariota in. I mean, that guy's a joke. He's not taking anyone's job. He just got his uh, job taken by a washed-up Ryan Tannehill. And all respect to Ryan Tannehill because he played a hell of a season. I don't see him playing to that level again. But, uh, yeah, Mariota's a scrub. They brought him in there just to have somebody there. You told us the last couple of shows ago that Tannehill and the Titans are a real deal. So I don't understand what's – I just said he's not going to play to that level. Yeah, I don't think Derek Carr is. <laughs> okay, agree to disagree. I'll take Derek Carr. <laughs> You'll take All Derek right. Carr like you took Mayfield last year and flopped. Yeah, probably didn't make Didn't make the playoffs at all. Why not? I don't think they have drama queens over there and the likes of OBJ and shit like that. They'll be all right. Or Freddie Kitchens, for that fact. That, yeah, that was going to say Freddie Kitchens is the, that's the biggest difference right there. About kitchens. The, Raiders, the Raiders wish they had OBJ. Let's, let's just say that. Not Freddie Kitchens, though. Who's calling the play? <laughs> hey, I can't say <laughs> nothing about that one. You're right. You're finally right. All right, man. So I think with this one, if, unless you guys got anything else, are we good? Yes, sir. All right, man. Appreciate you guys tuning in to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. We're going to be continuing to break down the, re- the rankings for PPR, fantasy football leagues. And the next one up, we're working the wide receiver rankings. We're going to have that. Then following up, we're going to have the running backs and then the tight ends. Or maybe we won't even do the tight ends. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll chop it up. We'll figure it out. It might not be just in that order, but that's what we got coming up for you guys. We will also be dropping more different type of episodes to help every, everybody prepare for the fantasy football season. Any Bears news and notes, updates, hopefully cuts, Mr. Trubisky, we will up. 
You guys know what's going on. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll definitely catch you guys at the next one. Peace out. Peace out. Can't wait. Crack them.